Welcome back to the Third Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Olive. And I'm Susanna. And, and this, this is, is our, our season <laughs> finale. Okay. Really she good. wanted to say it. That's okay. This is our season finale. I I want to say that this came really fast, but then I'm like, oh, wait, no, it didn't. We've been doing this since November, mm-hmm. and it is June. It's been a long time. Is this episode 17 or 18? This is episode 18, so... I can't believe we've only done 18 episodes in the span since November, but in our defense, we've been slacking a few weeks. Well, well think about it. You, know, you can only have like 52 a year mm. if you do it every single week. Yeah, I My guess. I, I don't know. I wasn't planning on a specific amount of episodes each season. I think we just decided we'll close the season when we feel it's necessary, and I think now is the time. Um, it's summer vacation, so I feel like we should honor that as well and just take a little bit of a mental break um mm-hmm. it is a lot of work to maintain but we'll be back middle of july-ish i'm thinking is probably when we'll kind of come back and we thought we would end the season with a q a yeah i feel like this has been one of the most requested episodes that we've gone all season long and i just didn't do it because i didn't know when i felt like it would be a good time mm-hmm. so i think this is a good way to close it i feel like this is more of a faq like a frequently asked question than it is yeah, we asked you guys to submit some questions to our Instagram. I don't have time probably to do all of the questions. Um, so I just kind of picked a few that I feel like everyone asks us all the time. So I, I apologize if your question did not make it. But we've had a very crazy week. Um, we got a dog. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there because it's the most trippiest thing ever to say that. Because I think our last episode or the episode prior, we talked about losing our dog, mm-hmm. which we did. You know, he... He passed away, and I didn't think that we would get a new dog so fast. Yeah, it was a little over a month, though. That we, I mean, I know it's a fast. No, it was, it was like almost two months. Yeah. But it was like circumstances. I didn't think mentally we would get a new dog again. And ugh, Believe what you want to believe. I, I, I see a lot of, like, phenomenons all the time saying, like, when you get a new pet after your other pet passes. Some people believe, like that your new pet channels your old one. Some people say your old pet sends you a new one. Call it whatever you want, but this dog was sent to me. Like, Mm -hmm. I found this dog in the most trippiest, weird way, and I have this weird feeling with it. Um, Should we tell a story and just... Maybe, yeah. You know what? It's okay. I'm going to tell the story because we're going on a break, and I probably will forget all about it by the time I come back. Um, So after our dog passed, my my family was crushed and I remember my dad was like it's okay you guys like I'll get you a new dog and my mom's like no I'm not ready and so I just kind of put it to rest I was like there's no way we're gonna get a new dog because my mom was bawling for days on end um so I literally didn't even think about it then um maybe like a month and a half later one of our followers on the podcast and someone who have actually I follow on my personal and we've become pretty cool on Instagram she posts this adorable looking like golden doodle. She posts this dog um, saying that he needed a home. And I was like, you know what? Like, I know that my mom misses her dog. And I know my mom needs somebody. She's home alone all the time. So I was like, hey, mom, like, do you want this dog? Um, my friend is looking for a new home for it. Mm-hmm. And my mom instantly melts when she sees this dog. She goes, oh, my God, that's so cute. And then she's like, I don't know how I feel about, you know, just getting a dog like that. Like, I really want to go through an adoption process. And I just want to adopt a dog. And give a dog who needs a home a home that you know doesn't really have that chance and so she was like I don't know it it doesn't seem right like my mom just didn't feel comfortable with it so I was like okay no worries I didn't even think about it Mm -hmm. but in the conversation where I brought this dog up my mom was kind of like my 
your dad really wants like a bigger dog. Like we had a little dog, my puppy that passed. He was a miniature pincher. So he was like a chihuahua mix and he was a tiny little cute dog. So my mom's like, your dad really wants like a bigger dog. Um, and there's a lot of dogs in the shelter. Like I'd rather just adopt. And I was like, okay. Normally I would have just put something like that away because I don't believe my mom. My mom always talks the talk mm-hmm. and she never pursues it. Walks the walk. Right. And so I never thought, I didn't think anything of it. But then that night, my brother's like, can we go to the adoption center tomorrow? Like, can we just go look at some dogs and stuff? And my mom goes, no, no, you don't need a dog right now. And I was like, ooh, okay, that's out of the question. But I just had this weird feeling in me, like, I need a dog right now. I have feel I'm calling to have a dog right so now. Did we look it up at the same time? Yeah, and it's really weird because Susanna's, like, not too much of an animal person, and she wasn't as close to our family dog. Like, she just didn't really care for any animals. It's not oh, just dogs. Because, like, the four of you were already in front of me and, like, in line. And I felt like I was like, it's okay. Like, here as the four of you. I don't need to. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, Susanna, I didn't think Susanna would be the slightest interested in getting another dog or a new pet. And so, Susanna was, like, also looking at adoption websites with me on her own time. And it was, like, so trippy. So, I kind of was just looking online and they were all like adult dogs and I didn't want an adult dog because I'm like I can't get a dog and have it be gone in like four years like I can't go through that again um so I just I kind of let it go this is on Saturday okay this is on Saturday I showed my mom the dog Saturday I looked at the adoption stuff on Saturday night I go to bed and then on Sunday I still have this thought in my mind like I can't let it go um I had a lot of errands to run so I didn't end up going to the Jobson Center and then I was like whatever it's just the chances are over it's blown over I'm not going to come back to it then that day someone who I follow on Instagram posts that she works at an adoption center and she's like hey like we're at a puppy capacity we don't have room for any more dogs like can you guys please adopt a dog and I'm like okay this is kind of creepy to me seems like another little sign so I look into the shelter that she worked at and I go onto their website and they have a ton of puppies. I'm talking all German Shepherds, which is my dad's dream breed. They had just all these big dogs, puppies, four months, three months. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to show my mom this. But I just didn't get around to it. And then Susanna, I was sending Susanna dogs and she was like researching them. And she's like, no, I don't think this dog's going to be right for our house. This I'm isn't going to be right for our family. Yeah. So Susanna was like aiding me in the research, which was really weird because she normally wouldn't really care for stuff like this. So that was like my first little indicator in my mind. I'm like, whatever. Then that evening, I'm still looking through the adoption center and I come across this Doberman Pinscher, which is my mom's absolute dream dog. Like my dog is a miniature Pinscher. So he's like half a Doberman. And we've always all wanted a Doberman. I come across this adorable puppy, but it was a female, and my parents don't want a female dog. Like, that was, like, their one rule. They were like, we don't want a female dog. Don't ask me why. They just don't. So I was like, oh, this would have been perfect, but it's a female. I just go onto Google, and I search male Doberman Pinscher for adoption in Fresno. And I come across, like, there was a sponsored links, and then there's an adoption website where people rehome pets who they can't take care of anymore. And it says, oh, like, meet this Doberman Pinscher, male, five months in Madeira, which is like a little bit outside of Fresno. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Can't be that easy. Yeah. Click on the website and I see the adoption fee is $0. And the adoption fees on a lot of pets were like starting at like 100, 200, 300. Like everyone had a fee. This dog did not have a fee. And I was just like, this is sketchy. This is weird. I didn't get excited because I'm like, I have to ask my mom and she's going to say no. Like I, I, I didn't think anything of it. And it said apply, like apply for him. I was like, I'm just going to apply to him to see if it's actually free, to see what this is about. 
click on the application and it just asks me a few questions, answer them, I go about my Sunday. That night, I go into bed and I could not sleep, you guys. I couldn't sleep at all. I'm, I was tossing and turning in bed, bawling my eyes out over my dog that died. It was the weirdest thing ever. Like it was a month and a half after he passed, I kind of moved on in a way, but that night I could not sleep. I was tossing and turning and I was just like tracing back the steps of when we put him down. You know, it was yeah. bizarre. Next morning I wake up, ass crack in the morning, 5 a.m. to go to the gym. Get back from the gym and I'm just on TikTok and I just get endless amounts of Doberman content on my TikTok. Like how to raise one, what pet, like all this shit. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Then Susanna starts sending me Doberman stuff. and I'm just like, bizarre, weird. Okay. I wanted to ask my parents and I was just like, I had this weird gut feeling. I just didn't want to pursue it. And so then I went to the gym and on the TVs there, they're playing an adoption <laughs> ad. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Go home that an hour later, car radio, adoption center ad. And I'm just like, oh my God, like this is like haunting me. And so long story short, I get, I get home and I get a phone call from a number I don't recognize, so I don't answer it. Then I get a text like, hey, like I was, I saw you applied for our Doberman Pinscher. Can you pick him up this week? <laughs> and I was like, really? It's that easy? Mm. And I told her, I said, I'm new to this process. Do I just come pick him up? And she's like, yep, can you just come pick him up? And I was like, yes. Like, okay. End up asking my mom, or I end up just showing my mom the dog. And she was like, oh my God, my dream dog. I want it. Mm-hmm. In a day. I drove out to Madeira, picked the damn dog up. And that night... So that night was, oh my gosh, she's like, I was like, should I tell mom, like, this woman's like literally going to That morning, it was that morning. It was after she responded to me, like, can you pick him up this week? You were at work. So I started texting Susanna, like, audio messages while she was at work about this dog and then sent her pictures and videos. My sister's like, there's no way this dog is free, first of all. And second of all, it's a lot of work right now. Like, I don't think we could do this. I was just like, financially and then, like, I mean, the investment into getting a new dog. I mean, I remember when we had Max and... We kind of were pressured into becoming, like, a dog family because my dad's friend had puppies and he was trying to find them all at home. So, we kind of got cornered into it and we just didn't expect how expensive it was and how much time consuming it was. It was, like, like, our first pet ever, You can't just, like, turn it off. I guess it's similar to the baby where it's, like, the doctor visits, the vaccines, Mm -hmm. and then moving in everything and the bed, the food, uh, and then planning out, okay, well, what is – I not only have to worry about my day, but I got to think – Got to feed him, got to take him out, got to, you know, do all that. So it's kind of like, I don't think we should just right now financially and mentally just jump into this, like, in a, right away. Like, just mm-hmm. look it online was very, and get a dog. Very impulsive, yes. So, and I was going back and forth, but asking my mom, saying she's like, I don't know, like, I really want to, like, should I just bring it up to her and see what she says? I don't know why I was so scared to ask my mom, because I'm like, okay, the worst thing she could say is no, but it was different. I was like, she says no, I'm going to be crushed. Yeah. I don't know why I was so, I was, like, literally panicked to ask her. Because it was like, you wanted a male Doberman. And it's just like a baby. Baby, a puppy, like, it, it was just, and it's free. We took it for all boxes. Yeah, and it was neutered, and that vaccine So we're in the room, she's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go. I don't wanna ask her. And so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, see what happens. And not even, like, 20 minutes later, she's like, oh, like, we can get it. Like, I'm gonna message her back and say I'm interested. And the funny thing is, when I was like, I went by myself to ask my mom, and I had the video on my phone, and I kept, like, going to show her and she just keeps switching the topic she's running around frantically and I and my heart was beating like I didn't want to ask her 
The freaking owner texts me. She goes, hey, someone's coming along tomorrow to check the dog out. If you want it, he's yours. But if you don't, someone's coming to get him tomorrow. And at that point, I was like, okay, that's something telling me. Ask your mom right now. I ask her and she's like, oh my God, yes. But let's ask your dad. Same second, my dad comes home. Okay, if you guys want it, get it. It was like five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then the lady's like, can you come get him tomorrow? My mom's like, okay, just go get it. And here he is. We've had him for four days. It was like a 45-minute drive out of Fresno. We went, and it's, like, the middle of nowhere, big, like, property, and she was a really nice lady, and she seemed like I knew her from somewhere. She looked so really I know. On the drive there, it was, like, literally middle of nowhere. I was like, oh, my God, are we going to kill her? And I'm like, did I just literally set us up for We got there, and I was a little nervous, because I'm like, hey, you know what? This is a big dog, and, like, our dog didn't get trained. He didn't have any rules. He had, like, he just kind of kept himself. He was the size of a chihuahua, so he's very tiny. Which is why I was really, like scared of like well you know what max got to eat whenever he wanted he was outside he wasn't needy he didn't do anything so i was a little scared about this dog and fast forward to pulling up that driveway and i think instant relief when i had seen that she had like a huge gate like the whole house is gated and the whole gates open and the she had two dogs she was giving up for adoption are sitting in the front yard with the gate open, easily they can run out. They're both laying in bed. We get the car, approach them. The dogs don't come running to us. They were really fine. They don't burn. And I, I felt like I just felt really fat. I saw this one. I'm like, okay, she's real. And her excuse to why she gave the dog, giving the dogs away was real. She said she became a new mom and um, her, her mom is leaving. Her mom came to stay with her to help her out. But I guess now her mom's leaving. So she's like, I can't do a newborn and two puppies. So like everything just checked out. I felt like I felt a little bit of relief. And she's, like, feeding the dogs, and they're, like, sitting, and they're calm. And we approached them, and they didn't freak out. And I was like, okay, off to a good start. Like, this is what I was, yeah. you know. And so took them home, and we were scared about separating the two dogs because I guess they probably Five grew months, together. You know, yeah. Yeah, probably. so they grew up together really attached. They were, like, sharing a Completely bed. different breeds, too. They weren't, like, two dogs. Yeah, so I was follow about separating the two, but, I mean, we took him home. We changed his name because it just... It was kind of hard to say, and he really wasn't responding to the name. That was the only thing. I was like, if he actually responds to his name, then we'll keep it. Yeah. But he wasn't responding to it. He was He's like a literal puppy. Yeah. Like, he is frantic. He gets, like, the zoomies and runs around. He chews on everything. Like, typical puppy. So, we're like, it's a perfect time to change his name, get him adjusted to his a new name surrounding. Was, and plus, it was Oslo. And I thought it was kind of, like... It's not the weirdest name, but I don't think no, it matches not. him. Especially when he gets older. Yeah. I feel like you're going to see this Doberman and his name's Oslo. And yeah, it just, it just doesn't, doesn't match. And it was ironic is that his, like, brother in a way. It was not his brother, right? Like, I mean, his roommate. They had, they had, yeah, his roommate. It was a border collie. It was an yeah. adorable dog. So they were, like, buddy buddies. And his name was Max. Mm-hmm. So, which is kind of why we didn't go with him. Because, like, we just didn't want to go with Max. I couldn't do that. So yeah. we're like, okay, we're just going to change his name. like Because he clearly doesn't respond or you know we called his name that whole night yeah he didn't really respond to it so we decided to name him rocky i think it's a cute name yeah he looks like a rocky mm-hmm. i it's weird like i'm not saying max too much but i keep saying call him roxy i keep <laughs> i keep i've called him max literally all week yeah um he's so photogenic so if you see me spam post this dog my previous dog was not photogenic i pulled my camera out and he would look away he would run away he knew what i was about to do this dog you pull your camera out he's literally smiling or staring directly in the lens like he is so friendly 
he yeah, loves attention. And I think he likes to make... He likes attention on him. He just wants yeah, to get your attention at all times. He's a sweetheart. I, he was really a blessing, I think, in a hard time. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of... And the day we got the dog was the day we normally record episodes, which is why last week there was not an yeah. episode because we were driving out to get our dog. And we were so <laughs> tired that day. I mean, bringing him home and then we're in the backyard just watching him, like, mm-hmm. watching him adjust. And, we, you know, we were kind of scared that he would be alone, but I feel like he kind of gained three... Yeah, People I feel like he, I think he definitely moved into a better situation, which is why I'm, I found comfort in not purchasing a dog that I really liked and just adopting and rehoming one because mm-hmm. I think we changed his life and he's going to be very spoiled. And Yes, and he's, I mean, I'm so happy that he, like, is not as bad as I imagined only because no. he came from, like, some sort of structure. Like, he wasn't, he's trained and it's weird because he doesn't bark. Where our dog couldn't leave the house because he would bark at anything and everyone. He was not a social dog. And I always thought that it was my dog's personality, but I did a ton of research. And it's just his breed. You know, my dog was not friendly with other dogs. He was okay with other people, but he wasn't. But you can't even imagine. Like, our dog didn't play with toys. He didn't want to go on walks. He was like a little man. He didn't want to go outside. He he reminded me of me a lot. Yeah. So with Rocky, like, he plays with toys and he chews on bones and he wants to go on walks. He's like a stereotypical dog, which we never had. So it's it's like, it's not our first dog, but in a way it's our first dog dog. Like, our dog was literally a human. We always joked about it. He was so polite. (laughs) But that's what we've been doing. I, I really wanted to address that. So we do have a new little baby. He might even be on the Third Sister's Instagram from time to time. So here's your little introduction to him. Um, okay, so Q&A episode. Uh, I think we can just, I'm going to just go in order of the list. Uh, we'll start off with something small. So someone asked, who is the oldest sister and is it just the two of you or do you have any other siblings? We get asked this all the time. Mm-hmm. Who's the older one? And Susanna is the older one. Yeah. She's older by, by yeah, it's not by much. It's pretty much two, we're two years apart. Um. But we've always been a year apart mentally because we've been a grade apart. Our yeah. birth dates are a year apart. But it's a year and 11 months. So, and I think we're on the same level maturity-wise. Ooh. I feel like I've been I've been at the top and I feel like you've made it here with me. Okay. You aren't always here. Yeah. Well, Susanna is the oldest. And is it just the two of you? No, we actually do have a brother as well. He's the youngest. He's seven years younger than me and nine years younger than Susanna. Mm-hmm. So... I am the middle child, if you couldn't tell. I feel like he is on our maturity level because he has two older sisters. Yeah. I think he... He... I think he flips a switch. Yeah. And he can act like a 20-year-old with us, but he really is 15. And I'm not going to ask because I always get offended, but if I'm pretty sure a lot of people thought I was older than you. Because you have, like, such a baby face. Recently... Yeah, Susanna has like mistaken. soft, supple skin, and she's just so glowy, and you're just so adorable, and like, okay, you're so cute. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, I have a baby face. You have a cute little baby face. Okay. Next question. Okay, so what business would you run? What business <laughs> would you wish to run if you didn't have one already? Does that make sense? What business would you wish to run if you didn't have one already? I think that makes sense. Um, well, there's a few. The one I always, like, fantasize about is having a restaurant or, like, a bar. I mm-hmm. like the fast-paced environment. I love getting to 
theme it. And I like the idea of people coming to you. Yeah. To your spot for a good time. Yeah. That's what I would do. That's I know cute. it's hard. I know it's like nearly impossible to have a restaurant, but I think it was so cool. Like a dream business. Well, it's a lot different than what you do now, too. So that's crazy. Um, I think my dream business would definitely be something having to do with like a beverage. I would love to have like a kombucha brand or a so prebiotic. Random. But because every single drink brand that I drink, I love their entire aesthetic, their marketing, their everything. Like, I love Poppy and I love their feed and I love their merch, their sweatsuits. I love all that. Love Kenya Forex. I love Olipop. Something I've really been inspired by is Lemmy. Like, I love the whole concept of Kourtney Kardashian's vitamin brand, Lemmy. So I would love to mm-hmm. do something, like, in that realm. Like, you know? Okay. <laughs> Next question. What is the biggest fight you two ever had? I don't know. What does biggest mean? I feel like I me, think it means, like, most dramatic or most severe, like. There's been a few, but nothing worth remembering. Yeah, or, like, I can't. I can't name it on the top of my head, which is why I think it's not significant enough. But me and Susanna don't really have, like, big fights. You know how some people just have, like, three or four big fights a oh, year? It's not anymore, yeah. Yeah, we just have, like, bickering every day. But the bickering has stopped now that we're not together all the time. I think we were just together all day and we butted heads. And we also have two different, like, work ethics and, like, visions. So I think when they don't match with each other, we fight all the time. But I feel like when we fight, we do fight hard. yeah. And I think like we both you if you had a friend we both yeah we both know each other's low points so we'll like throw the low blows, we'll throw punches. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know to answer your question. I'm sorry we didn't really have a big fight. Also, but... we learned that like if when we fight like back in high school or whatever over the years, it would just be throwing like what's the right word fists. Like we were literally no just... not that not too but like just out of anger. We say, we would say fucked up things to each other. Yeah. Like throwing them left oh, and right. <laughs> and, and it's funny so because funny. <laughs> it's fucked up and funny at the same time because me and Susanna are super close. So we'll tell each other, like, not deep, dark secrets, but like how we feel about something. And we like, would confide into each other. <laughs> yeah, we would confide into one another. And then in a week when we fight over like something, we're like, okay, <laughs> bleep, bleep. That's why I bleep, bleep. And we'll just like, throw them and I, it normally ends in one of us crying or not speaking to each other for a day or two so i feel like now <laughs> now we learn we just stay quiet and we just and, it's, and we wait for the hours to go by and we do this motion where we bite our time <laughs> and that's me saying i could say something right now yeah. but i'm not gonna say it so we've matured i think yeah but we've had we we fight a lot so that's like the one downside to being really close yeah, so, with and sibling. i feel like when we start throwing those shots the reason of the fight just became, like, irrelevant. And then it was, like... It'll be oh, over, like, a tube of mascara or something. I can't believe that you just repeated that. Or, like, I can't believe you brought that up when I, like, told you that. And then that's when the physical fight starts. Yeah. Like, if you say something really fucked up. Okay. Favorite thing to do outside of work? Nothing. I love to do, do nothing. nothing. I love to go home and have no responsibility. Like, it doesn't matter what I do that You night. like to do nothing. Like, you like to just lay in bed on your phone. Yeah. I like to leave the outside and come home... And, like, comfy clothes and make food and have a drink and then, like, watch a movie. Like, I like to do stuff at home or, like, I want to come home and clean or yeah. come home and do something. You like to come home and, like, Turn on your bed off, yeah. and just, 
Like, not move. To me, that's the most relaxing thing that I could do is just turn my brain off. So, I like to keep busy, but not mm-hmm. social, not socialize. I don't mind socializing. I think another thing I like to do outside of work is go out, like, for drinks or dinner, shopping. I don't know. It's two completely different things. It depends on how, what kind of a day I had. Yeah. Um, someone said, do you two have similar senses of style? Not at all. No. And I think you could easily tell when you look at us because we dress so differently. I think we the jewelry is so different. The nails are so different. The makeup is so different. It is different, but at the same time, it's like, I know what you like and you know what I like. Yeah. So it might seem like our conversations are like, oh, we both love it and we both can talk about stuff that interests Mm -hmm. only one of us, but make it seem like we're both interested in it. Yeah. I think that's what makes us close. Yeah, I think so, too. I think we also have similar interests, but I wouldn't say that it evolves around our style. I think our styles are completely different. But if I find something I know Susanna will like, I'll send it to her and vice versa. And there's some things that she does that I, there's some some things that you wear that are atrocious to me. But I, I think they look good on you. But so like, I won't say okay, anything. And you, to you because you don't like the style. Yeah, but, but you, like, you don't brand? hold back. Like, you'll tell me if I have a pair of sneakers. You're like, those are literally <laughs> so fucking. She will literally beg me not to wear certain things when we go out. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, like, we're going to do the tongue bite motion. You are the one who would hide my shirts. Like, if you didn't like <laughs> the stupidest shit ever. Like, Ola doesn't like it when I wear navy blue. So she, and I forgot about this. And it's, like, so stupid, but. Did you hide my gray sweater too? Now I think about it, like my gray. I did not hide your gray sweater, but I hated that thing. I hated that thing so fucking much. And the reason I don't like when Susanna wears her navy blue shirt is because sometimes when she doesn't wear makeup and her face turns oh red, God. I don't like she's the red and blue. To- she's referring to. I have this like Lululemon. I don't know. The plain navy blue just gives off a work uniform. I don't mind the navy blue. Like it's it's an option from black. So I had like Lululemon. Navy blue, like, aligned leggings and, like, the top. And she would just flip out and wear it. So I realized at one point she hid it. Or she put it in the back of my closet. that I forgot about its existence until I cleaned my closet not too long ago. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I realized it was probably her. Same with, like, I had this sweater. It was, like, a blue. And she called it my groove sweater. It was not blue, bitch. It was gray. No, gray. It was a gray ribbed sweater. Like and it looked like. I said it, the groove sweater. Yeah, it just looked like groove from Despicable Me. And I was like, why do you have to wear that right now? It's like a, it was a gray turtleneck sweater. So she hides my stuff. If and she you know like what? It. Susanna hates when I wear Adidas track pants. Oh my God, I hate that. I love you Adidas track. I used it. That's I love why. Adidas track pants and Susanna hates when I wear them. So sometimes I'll wear them to just piss her off. Okay. Um, someone asked, what are your thoughts on going to college? This, and I'm not calling out whoever asked this person, this question, but I do feel like this is everyone's polite way of asking, are you two in school? And I feel like that a lot of people ask self-employed people this question, like, how are you in school? Uh, like, backup plan type vibes. Um, so to answer your question, yes, we are both in school right now. Um, my thoughts on going to college are if the career or profession that you want to pursue requires, in all caps, requires you to go to school, like you need a license, you need a diploma uh, in this, then I recommend going. If you're just going to college to say you did it or to get, you know, further your education, I really do think in this day and age, job searching without a college degree isn't impossible. I think if you have good experience and you know what you're doing, you'll find a job. Um, but yeah, I'm in school right now to be a RD, 
It's something that I've always wanted to do. I've been working on it for four or five years now and I have about two or three left to go. So it's about eight years of schoolwork. So I I started like school before the business. I'm still in it right now because when we started our brand, it wasn't our career goal. It wasn't our end goal. It was just something to keep us occupied. And we didn't expect for it to be what it is today. And we're mm-hmm. multitasking because we know this is still like, I still want to do my career really bad. I'm not just going to let it go, you know? Mm-hmm. Are you in school, Susanna? That's a good question because I don't know. I really <laughs> don't know, you guys. And yeah, it was the last episode that I said, oh, I'm going to go back to school and kind of like just well, you did finish, finish a chapter that I was done with. And then I started my career already. And I really got, I got my job and I got started my career because of my experience and my like networking skills. So I'm like, what could college teach me? Like college is to get you to that end goal of mm-hmm. starting your career and networking. But I got the shortcut. And you're like the living proof of what I just said is like, you don't need a college degree to find a job in this day. And it's like Susanna found one of her dream jobs right now without a college degree. But all I had to show was like my work, my experience and like what I have to say about it. Did they even fucking ask to see your degree? Oh, if someone you, let uh, me know, please. No, I don't know how they check. We were talking right. about this. How do you? I mean, I guess other than like a work in kind of a thing mm-hmm. where it's like. If you're like a coder. As a kid, like I a... thought they made you like bring in that I diploma. Too. I thought you could So can someone let me know if they actually have done that before? Like, because when they say bachelor required, are they Googling? Are they even checking? Well, think about stuff that I think they'll do for licenses if you need a Exactly, license. which is why I'm saying only go to college if you absolutely need to, like nursing. And, yeah. You know, things of that nature. But um, I am going to, I'm going to finish because I am finishing because I just want to like finish what I've already worked so hard for. And I'm like yeah. in the final stretch. College so, is really expensive, too. I, really, so. I could do a five-hour TED Talk about why, not why you don't need college, but where to start and how to start. Or getting should your, you go? Should you getting go? Getting your, um, what is that supposed to be like? Feet in the water? That's the expression? Yeah, yeah. Because the firm that I work for, the, uh, I want to say, we can't just not co like, really not, we're not on the same mm-hmm. thing. I'm just, I work on their marketing. She isn't, and she isn't, and she is not an interior designer because she doesn't have a degree. She has just worked at the right places, and it's her passion that landed her this job. And to see the type of work she gets to do, a lot of interior design students wouldn't get to do that type of stuff. And I'm sure she gets paid on. the same as like no, but she she's going to work her knowledge into getting the title instead of having a degree for it. Which and I think and works out better it. for you. Because when you're a natural at it, like, it just works mm-hmm. out. And so it's really cool to see. I thought she really was an actual student or she had graduated. Mm-hmm. But no, she said, I didn't go to school. So, no, I don't think you need school for it. And I would love to make that into an episode, talk about that. Okay. Were you two always close? I mean, it kind of goes back to the biggest we were. thing. If we would fight, I don't think it correlates with the fight, fight. We would separate good for a good month. But I think like me and Susanna were close our whole life, so I don't know what it's like to have a sibling you're not really close with. We were physically close. I feel like we weren't. We were really close though, growing up as kids because we're playing. Together yeah, yeah, we didn't hang out at school. That's the one thing I will always say is elementary school, middle school, high school. Me and Susanna acted like we didn't know each other in school. (laughs) And it's because we were home together all day. This was our one time to just get away from each other. And so elementary school and as kids, we hung out all the time as kids. We shared a room in our childhood house, so we were very, very close. 
and then basically close I'm yeah but we hung out all the time yeah. and we butted heads a lot but it was like a yin and yang situation which till this day i still think is and then middle school i think middle school and high school we kind of found our own path found our friends found our group and we kind of separated from each other and then leaving high school we went to college together because we started off as the same major mm-hmm. and i think college brought us back together because we would go to college together and then we got jobs together and then the business really helped us so right now we're super close but i feel like in our adolescence we weren't as close it just really depends i think it was mm-hmm. if we did have like a bigger thing i would just take like two steps back but then like if there's something but I think our family's very close knit because I'm really close with my brother too, and so is Susanna one way or another. So I feel like we're just all really close to each other. Yeah. Sibling wise. Now though, me being like so separated from you, my day to day now, I don't know. I'm like, are we still close? Yeah. We regroup in the evening. I think we're physically not close anymore at all. Yeah. But I, again, we, you, keep we, in touch. we yeah, we, we keep in touch. touch like literally all day, and we have the same like, wavelength kind of like i'm always letting you know you're always letting me know yeah yeah um okay someone said how much do you make Mm -hmm. um i'm pretty sure they're asking in terms of the business yeah and i think this is a lot of people have a question about this everyone always subtly asks this it's okay it's funny you could ask it i saw this tiktok today and this guy was like okay what you should know about starting a business like you pay your employees first then you pay your rent and then you pay for your, like, products. Mm-hmm. And then you pay yourself last. And that's, like, the truest thing ever. I did not expect that I'd be paying myself last. Yeah. It's, like, you think about, okay, well, if we make this amount of money and this is our bills, and we got to keep all this. And it's just really not the case. It's called overhead businesses. expenses, so it's not just rent. Yeah. It's overhead expenses are things that you pay to operate. Just to exist. Yeah. It's so, expensive. I mean, every month is different. I just think you'll never go to a number where you're like, okay, well, I'm going to pay myself a nice big fat check because you're going to always feel that that greed, like the guilty feeling of like I'm being greedy and taking from my business because you're taking, you're taking a paycheck or money out of your own account. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, okay, well, what if I did it and we can invest in this or replace this or fix that? So yeah, that's, like, personality-based. So, like, some people just get so into it where, like, oh, I could get this packaging that I've always wanted instead of paying myself. Like, mm-hmm. impulses-wise, like, ugh, we've had months where we've made, like, close to 40000 mm-hmm. And I'd be like, ooh, this is going to be a good month. And then at the end of the day, the pay home, the take-home isn't that different because with that much money comes that much more expenses. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, at some times it was kind of like, I thought my part-time job, like, I was making big money. When at the time, like, I was working it. You and were then, putting in the hours. Though. Yeah, I was. You probably hours. you probably made the most money there for all the part-time for, employees. For the part- yeah, I did 25 hours. You did over 25 hours. So, it was just so weird. I thought I'd be like, okay, well, if I thought I was doing good then, like, with my own business, like, if we make this much, I could be taking home, like, four Double. grand, five grand, mm-hmm. like, a month, whatever. And I just can't imagine that because you just put so much back into it and it's it needs to be put back into it. Yeah. So, I mean, it just depends. Like, if you think that... Sorry, I think they're looking for a dollar If you amount. think <laughs> financial... If you think that a business will get you into a, a good financial place, no, you, it won't. It really will not. If not only it will kind of backtrack you also, but it just makes you really... Which is why I always say do what you love because there there's going to be days where you hate it. 
So if you hate it every single day and you're just yeah. doing something to quote unquote make money, a business is not for you. Yeah, it's not. Okay. Um, who is more like your mom and who is more like your dad? I don't like this question at all because it's I think it's very biased. I don't think I'm like either one of my parents. And there's no way you say that. But that's your biased opinion. And it, you don't see it at all. No, I don't. It's kind of like you think, oh, well, you get mad. So that means you're just like dad. No, I don't think it's the mad. I'll give you some silly examples. Okay. So all like my whole family and everyone around us, we always say I'm like my mom and Susanna's like my dad. Based off of how your mood is that day? No, I think it's just tendencies. I physically, my sister and my mom look alike and me and my dad look alike, but personality-wise, it's the complete opposite. I think Susanna is like my dad because she's very dominant. She's very... You, you're a leader. You always want to do something first. You always want to do something your way. It's literally Susanna's way or the highway with a lot of cases. And I think that's why we butt head, heads a lot in work area because she wanted something and I didn't, she would still do it. Or if I wanted something and she didn't, she wouldn't do it. And I think I'm a little more submissive where I go with the flow or if something's not my way, I'll let it go. I'll brush it aside. Whereas to you, you're like, no, it has to be my way. And that's not a bad thing necessarily. I think you're also very like, you work like my dad, like you have a very strong work ethic. Yeah, you guys have same anger levels where I, and I don't want to say anger levels. I think you have a short temper. Something can take you off for the rest of the day. Like today you complained that the fan was too loud and you couldn't think. That's not normal. So that's why I correlate you to my dad. But okay, in another fine. way though, what did I tell you last night? I literally said that you were like, oh, something that my mom and her discussed because my dad is not, I don't want to say needy. But he is needy with my mom. He always wants to be with my mom. He will not go work without her just staying there entertaining him. He goes to work and literally calls her. Like, if I'm alone with my mom, she spends half that time on the phone with my dad while he's on the way home to see her. And Susanna's like that, too. Like, when Susanna is driving home from work, she calls me and tells me about her day, even though she's on the way to I see know, me. I know, but I feel like it just saves time. Or like, I can get there and she's like, hey, like, let's be done. Or, like, if you're doing something, you want me there with you. Yeah, but, okay, in that case, dad is, like, home. And then he leaves and then calls her. I haven't seen you all day. Yeah, but you do text me a lot. I don't know. I really do. Like, I, I don't know what I would say that you are similar to my mom with. And I don't know what I would say I'm similar to my dad with. I don't know. I like, could, could you tell me something? Him. I'd have to think about it. Could I, you tell I, me, like, something that me yes, and dad do similarly? I thought about this the other day. but so I, we had I, this conversation last night. Um, I There was something that you and dad do, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but I thought about it, and it was true. Like, same with me and mom. Like, we do certain stuff, too. Okay, me and mom. Me and my dad are me and mom stress. Me and thing. mom stress problems. You don't. You are, that's not my dad, maybe. Mom does it quietly, but I know it's revolving in her head like a revolving door. I do that, too. Yeah, He true. likes to talk it out. But, like, me and mom would like to just kind of keep yeah. and it plays in our head. Um, I'd have to think We're about both it. like my dad where we talk a lot. Yeah, my dad talks oh, a that's lot. That's probably what it is. So I think that's me probably and you. What, that's probably what it was. You, you and dad talk so much. And Maybe. Me and my dad are perfectionists. I will say that like we're both annoyingly perfectionists. Like if it's not done a specific way, I have to do it. No, no. Well, in total different circumstances. In, in circumstances, because yes. like if he's cleaning something or washing something, like he puts effort into it, and he goes, "Oh, you are like no, you you're horrible <laughs> with that." My brother, though, is, like, the split 50-50 of my mom and dad. Yes. It's creepy. Like, down the middle. Yeah. 
completely which is why i think i'm my mom your dad and then my brother is half and it's not it's not a negative thing okay um okay someone asked favorite year of your life and why um i'm gonna say 2019 she had a year i loved 2019 i think i was so carefree i a wave of question 2019 oh, i i feel like i've talked about it um on the podcast but i loved 2019 and I feel like it was just the prelude to a horrible year. I hated 2020 mm-hmm. like everyone else. Well, not like everyone else. Fucking Sienna's going to. How much you guys want to bet she's going to say 2020? I right, liked, What's your favorite I year? I liked 2020 yeah, to we, now. To now. Yeah, I feel like I. Maybe because I got older. I hated I like 2020. I hated. Being a kid, like being someone who just went to school, I hated it. Like I felt like I had no purpose in life. Especially when I hated school. <laughs> Damn, I didn't think about that. I love school. <laughs> so. That's why I'm like being able to do different stuff that actually has purpose to me and, and involves my like gets my attention. I, it's good. I mean, this year you can argue it's been horrible and good at the same time. Like so much has changed. I know. I was talking to Suzanne. I was like, it's June. It's the six month halfway mark of the year. So much stuff has happened. Like if you if December 2022, you said, what do you think will happen in 23? I did not think at least seven of the things on that list would happen they're all dramatic everything oh sorry everything that's happened this year has been dramatic it's not like little tweaks where it's like yeah. oh everything is like i hit you like a buzz older, it, like we, we no Susanna, like nobody coming. deals with this much stuff in six months Ugh. And yeah. I don't even want to say everything on here because it's just like not necessary. We can see you for next season. There's a lot of we trauma to unpack, but nothing. I don't think and I know people have it harder. But God damn, it was like yeah. month after month after month. It was like kicking our asses. Um, what is it? Another one, thank you. No, literally in a in a bad way though. But yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like you two are the Starbucks queens. What's your my go to order is like. My basic ass coffee. What is it? It's a grande. Not a venti, not at all. A grande vanilla sweet cream cold brew. Uh-huh. And you gotta add in two pumps of white mocha. Yay. Maybe three if you're feeling you want some. Susanna has like Starbucks anxiety. Yeah. She hates ordering oh, yeah, whenever we go. I I have <laughs> real so real anxiety. Nobody asks and I feel that, like you diagnosed it because you noticed it. Yeah, very. I'm a really social person, but when it comes to like disturbing, <laughs> it's not disturbing. Social, you're you're social when you're comfortable with it. Something doesn't go Susanna's way again. I like I said, I feel uncomfortable sometimes. I'm like, Ugh. you have the worst anxiety ever that I can't even announce it. But she hates ordering at much. Starbucks because I, she has such anxiety. No, I don't mind the Starbucks, but I hate I hate. You know what? As a kid, I hate it so much when when you go, can't control when outcome. we would go out with like um with our cousins and there's like our two cousins and their mom and our mom and there's like eight of us and we'd order one but mom gave me her anxiety because she makes me like tick like so bad before a foreign mom like my mom is i hate taking around in public <laughs> like she <laughs> just does not get some social cues but what what does that feed with your anxiety it, like where it does makes that me so mad. okay like see that's out, angry she's like told you you guys we're in a group and i'm like hey how about just like one of us order like why don't we just stack nicely and organize the order um can we do three of the number ones one a number two and all diet cokes like 
Why can't we do that? Why has it got to be every single person out of order? Like, and that's where it starts. Like, that's where it pisses me well, off. Well, I don't know if that's like, is this anxiety? Like, for instance, that will happen, and Susanna will feel so uncomfortable that she's like literally sick. Like, she can't, like, she'll, she'll get so bothered that she'll that's be mad. I always bother me as a kid. I hate ordering as a group. And I hate when, like, mom would go, um, <laughs> I don't know. But I think yeah, this is more idea. this Let's is more of a tick. No, it's not. I mean, it's so uncomfortable. I'm like, look, cancel order. I want to go home. And yeah, she does she goes, this. And she goes, oh, I don't know. Like, what sounds good? Like, what do you like here? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, Mom, you're being so annoying. You're being so, like, order something. This minimum wage employee. And then she employee, slaps at my mom at the bay fight. This minimum wage employee does not care. Or what she thinks. I'm like, okay, I worked retail. I worked at home goods. Like, I'm not an interior designer, but the, some of these questions these women would ask you, like they would think that you know interior design. So my mom thinks that any employee at any store is like the qualified expert who knows it. I'm like, no, it's a senior in high school working here. Like, no, at Home Depot. I know what made me diagnose you with anxiety. Hmm. About a, maybe two years ago, a year and a half ago, Susanna really wanted to go to this like outdoor concert. She begs me to go with her. She buys me a ticket. She's like, I really want to go. I've always wanted to go. Okay, perfect. We'll go. And it's held at this same place every single year. At least Susanna thought it was. So she... Before you share that story, let's back her to the even bigger part of it. It's as a kid, being the oldest sibling who had to be the one to ask my parents for stuff. I'd have to ask my mom if I could hang with my friends. And she would be like, I don't know, ask your dad. And I feel like I would stress it. And overthink it. And if I got a no, it would just make me feel so shitty inside. So over the years, I've just learned to just, like, pass on it. And that's been the, the build to my trauma of, like, she, if, I'll pass. If something made her slightly, like, it had made her step out of her comfort zone a little, she was not doing it. She was so anxious. We had two cousins growing up before they moved, and they were, like, similar age as us. And we would all four hang out. Susanna would not want to do anything beyond the guards of what the parents knew. Susanna didn't want to go, nothing. She would get so anxious. She would leave. She'd be like, I am not doing this. Um, I don't know how Susanna was like with her friends growing up, but I guarantee you if something was like sketchy, she would not do it. Mm-hmm. So reverting back to this concert, Susanna's like set, set in stone that it's at this arena that she knows and is comfortable with going to. We're talking to a friend and she's like, oh no, this year it's at like some other place. Suzanne has never been to this place before. She immediately gets so sick and, like, uncomfortable. And she's like, are you sure? Are you sure? She does a d- ton of research. And this was probably the day of the concert or the day before. It, we were getting drinks before. Okay, so it was, like, yeah. It was the, like, hour before the concert, we were getting drinks together. My, my friend's like, oh, it's not over there. It's, like, over somewhere. Gives the address. Suzanne literally starts, like, pulsating. Like, so uncomfortable. She looks so sick. And I'm like, we're in a bar. And I'm like, are you okay? And she's just like, I don't want to go anymore. And I'm like, ma'am, you bought... Me and you tickets. You mm-hmm. also bought the friend the ticket. So she bought three tickets. Is like, so excited to go to this. And she's like, I don't want to go anymore because I don't want to drive there. Mind you, it was like a 15 to 20 minute drive from the bar that we were at. Yeah. So she's just like, I don't know this area. I want to go home. I want to go home. We get to the. It was. It was we get Ashland. to the park. It wasn't even anything. We get to the park and Susanna's like, like, this is not what I wanted. Like, this is not what I envisioned. This isn't the arena. I thought I was gonna be. The entire concert. She wanted to go home. Uncomfortable situations. My, yeah, my friend, the friend that we were with is like, let's move to the front. And I was like, no, I want to stay back here. I want to stay back here. Like, Susanna stood in the middle of the field all the way in the back where nobody was because nobody wanted to stand that far away from the stage. She stood there so anxious. She didn't eat a thing. She didn't eat. 
She bought a drink, didn't drink it, and we left the concert three hours early because she wanted to go home. She wanted to go home. She literally stayed for what? How many songs did you stay for? Like four. And then she's like, I don't, I want to go home. And I was like, you have anxiety. Like, this is not normal. This is so bizarre and creepy and weird. Like, I'm, and so I don't want to hang out with you. I felt instant relief when I got out of my clothes and got into bed. And I felt like, and I remember she went to my mom and was explaining the situation. My mom was like, okay like what the hell because i was like why are you guys home already like didn't like the concert just start yeah yeah i was like we'll probably be back at one two like no we came home after like an hour and a half yeah and you bought the tickets i, know, and we saw I was just like opening acts anyways yeah so what was the question oh <laughs> the question was starbucks because oh, yeah. oh my god and this is so funny i'm gonna add this in here the other day i went to starbucks the same starbucks that we always go to with my mom and the employees recognized me and Susanna. So they're like, oh, like, is this your mom? And I was like, yeah. And then she's like, is you or your sister older? And I was like, my sister. And she goes, oh, I always thought you were older because you always ordered. <laughs> I have my little baby next to me tugging on my shirt in the back. And she'll always tell me the order. And I'm like, why don't you tell the nice lady your order? Like, literally, it's the most cutest thing like ever. I don't ordering separate. I don't. Like, just one person that, So that's why we talked about Susanna's anxiety. Because when you ask for her Starbucks order, she probably doesn't even know it. Because she doesn't order. I do know my Starbucks order. but It took you a year you, to learn it. I also, I don't want to be that rude person who's, like, ordering. Not rude, but, like. Extra. Customizations. And, like. I don't know. I want to order I'm and walk away. Customize. I want to order and walk away. I customize the hell out of it. So my go-to Starbucks order, uh, if I'm in the mood for a coffee, I will do a brown sugar espresso. Sometimes with some white mocha and cinnamon in top. And then if I want a fun drink, I'll do a matcha with vanilla or I'll do a chai tea with brown sugar. Um, okay. Least favorite thing about your job? Um, I think my least favorite thing about my job is that it never stops. That used to be mine when I... I, I hate the fact that I go home and either will still do something relating to my work or sit there and think about my work the entire time. So that really makes me not like my job. What about you? Oh, you're yawning. Okay, she's yawning. That used to be mine. Now, like, I don't want to, I'm not going to spill a tea about my job. Um, my thing right now is that I was a hired professional for the job they need me to do, which is like running their social accounts and stuff. And they were not really in a hot position. They're not, like, they're not knowledgeable enough to be, like, okay, well, you know. They don't give me credit, like. Right. Or like, 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 they need Like, you, you no, kind of, like, oh, we know you know what you're doing. But, like, let, that's just not, like, let's not on our, like, it's on brand. I don't like how I'm here to, like, fix the mess, but they don't want to fully let, commit to yeah. trusting the process. Makes it a little, that's a little um, frustrating. All right, Susanna, favorite cocktail? Okay. Lime margarita on the rocks with a straw. Do you like a rim? No salt. No rim. Nope. All right. My favorite cocktail is either a lemon drop, if they have it. If not, I like mules. Any kind of mule. Uh, Do you know mom bought um, mint today? And she's like, "Mm, we're going to make some mules. We need to buy the cups, though. Okay, then. We'll do that. I'm going to order some mayonnaise right now. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay, most embarrassing moment in your life? I don't know. Nothing sticks out, but I have stories. a lot of embarrassing, yeah. I fucking, maybe like peeing my pants. I peed my pants <laughs> all the fucking time. But tell them why. From laughing too hard? No, from FOMO. 
You wouldn't want to leave the room to a bathroom because <laughs> you're having too much fun. Yeah, and then someone would make me laugh or excited and I'd pee myself. So I peed myself on several occasions. So I think that's probably one of my more embarrassing times. Okay, is that embarrassing or is that when you like, say, screw myself, I piss myself right now? Like, I don't want to get up and go to the bathroom. No, I never intentionally peed myself. Okay. I just had to, I just had to pee all the time, and I still do till this day. I blame my mom for this because she's the same way. Um, yeah, I have a lot of embarrassing moments. I think we talked about one of them where I fucking lied to my teacher <laughs> about an imaginary sibling. Oh yeah, that's so funny. And she we fucking confronted my mom. We do we not share that story? We did, which is why I'm like, okay. if you didn't watch that episode, I don't remember which one it was, but that was really embarrassing. I don't know. Yeah. Top two favorite artists. I hate questions. I hate being asked about music so much. I've never seen someone so anti-music the way Susanna is. It's so bizarre. She won't listen to music in the car. She'd rather talk on the phone oh or God. talk to me I'll or listen, to, listen to a podcast. When I used to go run errands, like when I used to be at the store full time, and I was like going short distances, I can only probably get through like one to two songs, mm-hmm. if that. I loved it. Like I love listening to music. Now I have like a 20-minute commute to work and about a 30-minute commute back. And I sit in silence. That's so creepy. It just... The silence just feeds the soul a different way. Like, it really... It feels good. I feel like I do my rounds of on my phone calls. But, yeah. I'm alone all the time. Don't talk about music. Silent. Also, like, maybe in high school I used to, like, doing homework with music. I like to walk the halls. Like, no, music. you've always been very weird with music. Like, Susanna never listened to an album fully. Susanna no. never listens to an artist regularly. Susanna never makes playlists, so she doesn't At have the playlists. Gym, I take my music, and then I am like, I take it off. I just don't like my ears. Yeah, she doesn't like. Well, she will ask me, "Hey, can we not listen to music in the gym?" And I'm just like, "This is weird. I don't want to work mm-hmm. out with my music." If we go on a hot girl walk, she doesn't want to listen to music, and I do. Susanna will listen to her like search bar music. If she's ever searched a song, she listens to that. That's like fourth. Yeah. She she doesn't have a playlist. It's so bizarre. Um, so she's not the person to ask this question. But me, on the other hand, I'm a very musical girl. I don't do anything without music. Uh, my top artist will have to be Lady Gaga. I love her. I've loved her since like I was in fifth grade. So she's always going to be my number one artist. And then number two is going to be tied between Lana or The Weeknd. I love both of if them. If you look at my fantasy, my most played artist is going to have to be Drake. Like old Drake. Mm-hmm. Like okay. little so young money Drake. Mm-hmm. Okay, someone asked, what motivates you to be the best version of yourself? We have different answers, but like the same in the way. I think I like recognition and, and acknowledge from people, even if it's not a ver- like verbal directly towards me. Like, I know people see how hard I work and I'm successful in what I do. And that kind of just feeds, you know, the Drive. beast inside. Okay. Um, it's kind of funny, but I know what you're going to say. Yeah. I don't care if you're... I, I hope you aren't looking for something motivational mm-hmm. because the best way to put this is spite. I like being the best version of myself to spite people I hate. <laughs> That's it. Is there a lot of people you hate? No. I could count them on my hand. Okay. <laughs> There's about three or four people I hate, like purely hate. Yeah. And they drive me every day. Yeah. I mean. Other than that, I would say. Let's be real. It doesn't take much effort. To make me hate you? No. For. You don't have to work as hard to really. Oh, beat those people? Yeah. yeah to beat those people in life. Because they're really, really setting the bar real low. Yeah. But, 
I will say, though, my one thing that I always tell people is if you're not motivated because of yourself to do something, you're not going to get far. Like, if you do something because someone picks at you for it, you're not going to be as motivated as if you say, I want to change this. I want to do and this. And you know what? We hate those people. I, I lit a fire. Sorry. I'm sorry. I hit. I I hate. I'm not hit. I hate those people because how lazy they are. And lazy <laughs> people really piss me the fuck off. Like, you're going to pull a Kim Kardashian and get your fucking ass in work. No, don't get your ass in work. Like, at least pretend you work. Especially when I had this conversation with this person, and I was like, oh, I know someone who's so fucking lazy. Like, props to you, because, like, you're a hard worker. No, the bitch whined, and that's what she did. The one thing I can say, though, is the five, the three or four or five people I can count on my hand that I hate, they know I hate them. They know if I see them, I will give them a look, and I will literally cuss them out. And so, you know, if, if the situation ever, ever arises where they hear this... They know I'm talking about them, and that's why I could say, yeah, you guys motivate me to be my best version of myself because I look at you and I'm like, ew. <laughs> I don't want to end up like this. Crazy people. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that helped you with your question. What was your reaction to your brand's TikTok blowing up? It's kind of a you question, but I don't think you could ever prepare for when your account your account blows up, not not your video. And I think it always things. happens when you don't expect, expect it. it on the the video. No effort and nothing yep. to it. So we could share the story, but the person who asked this question, I know you run a TikTok account, and I think that you are killing it. And I think the best advice I can give you is just to stay consistent, because one of these videos, it's gonna click. Like it's mm-hmm. just gonna work. And it's possible for us, and I've I've talked to you about this, I mean, I think over the, the year or so that we've known each other. Uh, but, yeah, I think consistency is, like, the key to it. And if not, I will be offering services on it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I think, well, so the social media, our TikTok account blew up maybe, like, a year and a half ago. And I will say when we were trying our hardest with the account, it was not doing shit. We were posting and trying to think of ideas. I literally handed the phone over to about three girls who worked for me and said, can you please do something with this? None of them were able to get it. Me and Susanna both tried on separate occasions. We weren't able to get it. We sent PR out to some successful TikTokers. They didn't get us followers. Mm -hmm. It was like a dead end, so we were kind of just off with it. And then one day, we just started getting followers on an account with like 10 videos. None None of our videos surpassed like 1,000 views, mind you. And we just started getting a bunch of followers one day. And I, till this day, have no idea what it was. I don't know if it was God. I don't know if it was the universe. I don't know what it was. And so Susanna's like, I'm going to post a video right now. You know, there's a bunch of followers coming there's on our page. I'm going to just post a video. And so Susanna posted a video. And now that I think about it, that video only got 10,000 views. Like, that's not. But it was the refreshing it was, seeing it, it jump. And it was our first time, again, surpassing 1,000 views, let alone to see that K in our videos. It was a really big milestone, but I don't know why we were getting so many followers because the followers were going crazy. And one video hit 10K. Right now, all my videos will hit 10K and you, you get four followers. From that. Like That's not a big deal anymore. Mm-hmm. And so after that, we just kept posting and posting and riding this wave out, and then it stopped. Then you have to just play, like dip your toes in the water, see what makes your... But video I love how, like, anyone will say, you know, you want your video to do good? The trend. The trending audio. Yeah. Ride that way. Seven seconds with words you on it. You did not. Like, no videos had any 
on brand stuff. So it's really interesting when I watch bigger accounts, like not bigger accounts, but like accounts that have a small business who follow the trends and mm-hmm. it works for their niche. It I'm didn't like, work Dang, for us. Like it's just it wouldn't work for us. We yeah. tried it, and I think when I ran out of ideas halfway through, I would try to hop on trends, and they didn't work out. So I. Had about a four or five month period where it was just a complete dry spell. I think my TikTok just froze. None of my videos would surpass a thousand views. All of my likes or followers, I was not hitting the For You page. And one day I posted a video and I got 2 million views. Brought me a bunch of followers. And till this day, like just being really consistent about it. I did not know how to go watch our TikToks. Every, every time we do. Yeah, because all these like orders were coming in from across the country and I was just imagine people to be outside of town any event we go to as a brand anytime we see people they're like I watch your TikToks all the time like I see you on my page all the time we're almost at 200,000 followers and it's so trippy to me that so many people listen to my voice because I do all the voiceovers like I could not do a voiceover for the life of me in the beginning and now I'm just popping them out so my personal I think it kind of goes the same way with you have to just do one what you like to do what you have to enjoy Mm -hmm. because making miserable content is the most exhausting thing ever yeah so you have to just enjoy what you do and then i feel like you're gonna find the people who are gonna enjoy just when watching and tiktok definitely blows up the videos that they think people will like i remember we first took off with packing order videos and then after that nobody would watch our packing order videos, and i love filming them mm-hmm. i hate filming the other videos because they take a lot of work but everyone loves them and i know if i put the effort into filming this it'll do good so i think just find what works for your account and add personality to it have a hook, have a, a, a familiar voice that every time they hear it, they know what you're going to say. They know your style of recording and mm-hmm. editing. You know, I think you become familiar with it. Did I tell you I got approached by an agency in town that wants to hire a social media strategist, which is what I do? No. And they want me to kind of freelance for them. So when they have clients, they want me to strategize their tiktok or their organic content which is so cool so i really think it's it's such a crazy thing free business advice not business advice free oh nothing's free strategy no yeah oh yeah i'll give you the i'll give the tips and tricks here and there (laughs) but yeah it's crazy how much it can turn your business around oh yeah i don't know where when it works when it clicks I, I, I credit the, I, I credit our TikTok a lot to our success because of the outreach it's given us. I don't know how we would have reached outside of the city in California yeah. to what it is now for free. Mind you, I've never paid. I don't pay for promotions. I get a, I get asked I, by a lot of companies, too, will you promote us on your account? Yeah. I don't do that. We started a brand from absolutely nothing mm-hmm. to the point where people we grew up with know our name. To the people in this town know the name, to it being like a nationwide, I would not say a household name, but enough, like the name worked. I envisioned yeah. it, and when I named it, I was like, oh my God. And when people refer to it, it's like, holy shit, like yeah. 180,000 people. You, if follow you us. searched our brand onto Google, it's so trippy. You see Urban Outfitters, you see the TikTok. Other companies write about us where they write about our ingredients. Like it's just so bizarre where it's like, what the fuck? Like that's my product. Like yeah. and it can only get bigger, you know? Yeah. There's so much more so left crazy. to do. Okay, last question. What's next for you guys? I don't know what I the future know. holds. I think we've learned with this year, especially to stop fucking planning shit because you never know what's gonna happen. Oh, I know. Like if you look back to where I was, I didn't think I would be doing a career switch and starting a niche in a way because mm-hmm. so cute brought me my love and passion for marketing 
and like content mm-hmm. everything so it not for my personal but also for you know my career now so I, it's so cool that i get to do for other brands yeah and Who i guess knows? it's a good like the experience that you gain from this job will probably beat any college degree you're going to get oh, in this sure. field. Um, from the time that we started this podcast this season to where we are now, it's so crazy. I have no idea what will be next for us, but we are going to take a bit of a break um, as we're closing out this episode. We are going to take a bit of a break to just kind of focus on ourselves, give ourselves the break that we need, give you guys a little bit of a break too. Um, I am hoping to still be super active on the Instagram, so stay tuned for that because... I have a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. I have a bunch of stuff to share on the Instagram. And then we are also doing a giveaway to kind of end the season off. If you want to talk about the giveaway. Yes, we are giving we're kicking off summer by doing giveaway for a base weekender bag, which is like, I think it's essential. And it was trending for a while and it was sold out forever. But I got my hands on one. So we're going to be doing Mm -hmm. a giveaway for that. So make sure you go participate. For all your little weekend trips, your little getaways. It's like the cutest thing ever. Little weekend bag, yeah. And uh, we're going to take the bag and just enter our summer break. We're going to really take a break and come back with bigger and better things for season two. We're, yeah, just a little summer break. Yes. And if you are joining the podcast on our, this episode or, you know, not from the start, take advantage to listen to the entire thing because I feel like the groundwork for our personality and for our content comes from listening to the first few episodes. So, which is why I think this is a good way to close the season. Get your questions answered. Hopefully, we did and then that. Catch up, binge us. Also, please, please, please go like our podcast on Spotify or Apple Music, which or Amazon, whichever one you listen to us on, because. We just want to spread the word of our great podcast. They've been so loyal to us, and we have loved season one. But that is it for now, and we can't wait to chat for season two. Bye. Bye.